Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome back to Grow Water Your Grass. We are totally pumped. This is our 52nd episode. We have not missed a week. We said <laughs> when we started this, we are going to go a full year straight through. Yeah. We love seasons and how people do seasons, but we said we are going to do a full year without one break. And so yeah. here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you so much for having <laughs> listeners and supporting yes. us. So we have been consistent, we've been committed, and now we are celebrating our first full year as Girl Water Your Grass. <sighs> I can't believe it's been a year. <laughs> it's amazing. Isn't it wild? Oh my goodness. It's so fun when you, you know, you have an idea and you step into it and, and you're going, I don't really know what I'm doing. We're shooting from the hip. And, and then when you see it come into fruition, you know, and then you look back over this last year, that's something I've been doing with a lot of my clients is looking back over the last year, you know, how, okay, where were you January of 2021? What were you starting to work on? How did you think, et cetera? And then, you know, recapping and, and looking back. And so I think with Girl Water Your Grass, it's amazing because when we started this, we talked about, should we take a break during the summer? Should we not? Do we take a break in the fall? Do we? And, and we really decided, no, we're going to commit to one full year of podcast, not missing a single week. And then we will re-eval. So we are at one year. That's right. And we, um, we understand that we've gotten lots of feedback that everyone's loving it. We've had great feedback. We're open to, to negative and uh, yeah. constructive criticism as well. Cause we always <laughs> want to be growing, you know? Yes. Um, but we also want to give you all a chance just to catch up like through the holidays when you're busy, 52 episodes is a lot for, um, you know, I did Bible in a year last year and every day, 365 days, yes. it, it became consistent, but it's a lot to catch up on if you don't stay consistent. So over the next five weeks, we are going to take a break and allow you all to catch up to re-listen to some of your favorite episodes, which maybe at the end we'll talk about yes. some of our very favorites. So they've all been so fun to do. Um, and then we will be back at it the first week of March. So this yeah. will wrap up our first full year of Girl Water Your Grass. And we thought today that we could really dive in to talk about something that we all struggle with just from a scientific point of view. And that is assuming the best. So yes, just or assuming more. the best in a situation <laughs> serves us so much better yeah. than the alternative, but we have, um, a tendency. Kind of three, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we have three practical things we wanted to go over, um, and encourage you to assume the best as you go th- get off to the new yeah. year. 
what's yeah. our first thing to talk about here when we want to assume the best? Yeah. So one of the, one of the things that we wanted to, to start with in this is that there is a natural tendency to expect the worst, right? You know, we send a text to someone, we don't hear back from them. We automatically assume, oh my goodness, they're mad at me. I did something wrong. Something happened, you know, or someone's late getting home from something and, oh my gosh, there was an accident. We, we, a lot of times we go into all of these, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, places. And that's an, it, there's a natural aspect to it because our, our brains, again, we kind of have these prehistoric brains in a lot of ways, um, and they still act out of that space to protect us. And, and so it's, it's scanning, you know, for what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And so there is a natural aspect to that, but even just being aware that many times we are assuming the worst and a lot of times it's actually not the worst. I would venture to say it's almost rarely the worst, but very often we go into the worst case scenario. Yeah, we really do. And, you know, we can give a few examples just to kind of bring that to fruition. Like you said, the text, if someone doesn't text back, are <laughs> yes. they mad at me? Or, yeah. you know, what do, what do we, we automatically assume, you know, I, and I'll even do that with Will on his way home. For the, well, for the past two years, he's been working from home, but before that, <laughs> if he was late coming home from work and he hadn't let me know, mm. I would automatically, my brain would be like, oh my gosh, what if he was in an accident? Which is that serving me? Absolutely not. But it is that primal instinct, yeah. right? And it's our human nature and to recognize it and to begin to take that thought captive and learn how yeah. to assume the best. No, like he's working hard for our family. He got caught up with something and he is being a superstar at work like he does. And, yeah. you know, just all those things. But when yeah. we naturally assume the worst, it really doesn't serve us. No. And the other part of that too, is even if, if you, even if, you know, assuming the best is a little bit of a, a stretch for it, even assuming a neutrality, right. Of a, an awareness of, well, okay. I don't know why they didn't answer my text. Maybe they were busy. Maybe something came up for them. Maybe they just happened to have their phone off, you know, but, but rather than immediately going from the worst case to the best case, maybe a better option is, is just kind of an open space, right. With a question mark, huh? I wonder why they didn't, which kind of curious. brings Yeah. Getting curious. Right? You've heard and us say a lot that, you know, curious comes from the Greek word, which means to care. And so there is a level of, okay. in caring, you're going to ask those questions, huh? Okay. Why did, you know, why, or why not did they answer or not answer um, do this or not do that, but just getting curious with that versus automatically, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing. And even taking that a step further, as you begin to become aware of your tendency to assume the worst and start to try to get curious and then taking it a step further as you grow in the skill to find evidence of the opposite, you know, instead of, oh my gosh, he didn't call me. And he, maybe he had a wreck too. Oh, maybe he's just working late to, he's definitely just putting in, like getting the job done and being a superstar, like finding evidence of the opposite. And we will grow in this skill as you start to take baby steps, you begin to be able to take captive those thoughts. And so the first thing is to really just recognize that your natural tendency is going to go into the, the, the primal instinct to assume the worst and to be protective. And so just recognize that. And then from there, we want you to take that second step. So number two would be, what are you making that mean? right? What are the stories that you're telling yourself about this? That is my all time. Those questions are some of my favorite ones to ask. And I can hear them ringing in my head <laughs> whenever I don't like, like I have a negative thought. I'm like, Oh, Maria's going to ask me, what are you making that? You know, because we tell ourselves so many different stories when someone doesn't 
do what we thought they were going to do or what we expect them to do or what we want them to do, right? Someone doesn't, again, I'm, I know we're using this with text a lot, but this is one that I hear all the time with clients. Every and day. I, Every it, yeah. And I personally have been that person. <laughs> what we the heck? Have. Oh my gosh. You know, and I make it mean something. And so asking myself, you know, okay, wait, what am I making that mean? And what is that whole story? What am I making it mean about me? Okay. Am I making it mean, you know, maybe the story is I'm telling myself, oh my gosh, they're mad at me. I did something wrong. And then I'm making it mean that I'm a terrible person because I must've done something wrong. And then wrong. you start like going through your past week and your past month. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Last time I saw him, what did I say? Did I say something wrong? Yeah. What, oh, may, maybe I could have said this or like, maybe they took this the wrong way. Could this have, you start construing how you said things. Oh my goodness. And you're totally making up. It's a disaster. So many stories, <laughs> right? And like, yes, it's, we've even used this in our marriage of like, you know, whenever we're having a conversation about something saying like, okay, well, the story I'm telling myself is that, you know, going back to the work example, that your work is more important than family dinner, you know? And he's like, this is hilarious because when we spin it as the yeah. story I'm telling myself, yep. it's way less attacking than you don't care about your family. Yeah. You're not coming home for dinner on time or whatever. Some silly example. Yeah. Um, and Brene Brown talks quite a bit about that, that story. And she has a hilarious story with her and her husband, you know, about hilarious. it. It is. Y'all know we love some Brene Brown. <laughs> it's so funny, but she, you know, she shares this story about her and her husband and this whole story that she was telling herself. And when they actually communicated, the story was literally laughable. Um, I'm not going to get and they did laugh. to that. They did laugh. They thought it was hilarious, but they started using that as a tool to say, wait, so in conversation, asking the other person, okay, what is the story you're telling yourself about that? Or saying that yourself, listen, you said this, or you did this. And I would just want you to know the story I'm telling myself about why you did that or why you didn't do this or why you said that is this. And many times the story we're telling ourselves is completely wrong. You know, I'm kind of going back to communication too. Um, you know, when we get into things with, okay, this is the story I'm telling myself, or, you know, this is what I'm making it mean. A lot of times what the other person was trying to say or why they're doing what they're doing is, is totally different. MK, do you have a good, some good examples on that? Yeah. So one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, a few months back, I had a friend that I ran into that I hadn't talked to for a long time. And I was super excited to catch up with her. And she was just so short with me and just like almost rude, um, just extremely short. And I felt like she was present because I'm usually pretty good on picking up. if like someone has something else on their mind. So she was being present. And therefore I took it to mean that she was angry with me. We'll come to find out she's actually going through a divorce. And this, you know, it's, that's an extremely stressful time in someone's life yeah. when you have such a big life change. And I came home being like, what did I say? What did I do? The things we were just talking about, making up all <laughs> yes. these stories, replaying yes. the last time I had seen her, which had been a long time. And like, what did I do? Oh my gosh, why is she mad at me? Why doesn't she like me anymore? Blah, 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 all the things we do. And it literally had nothing to do with me, but we yeah. do that all day long. We make yes. things mean something about us. Yep. And mm -hmm. most of the time, what people are going through has nothing to do with you. Yes. It's 95% mm -hmm. of the time about them and what they're going through in their life. And so yes. if someone can't show up to, you know, the race that you're running yes. or whatever it is, 
to cheer you on. Y'all know I'm yes. a runner. Um, <laughs> just don't take it personally. We take things so personally and make them mean something. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a, another couple of examples of just like how, how we make up stories. We yeah. make things mean something about us and it's not assuming the best. It's amazing to me how often, I mean, we do with this with so many things, you know, with so many things where we really do start to make it about us. And I think the number of clients that, that have come to me about this exact same situation of some capacity, right? And as we dig into it, they realize, oh, wait, this actually had nothing to do with me and everything to do with that person. And so, and it's, it's not that, um, it's, so, you know, obviously self-awareness is very important and it's, it's important to, you know, to ask ourselves and, and to look and say, wait, okay, did I say or do something? But in order to do that, and I want to go ahead and, and pop into that third point mm-hmm. is clarify and communicate. So what do I mean by that is if you're making a lot of these assumptions, but you haven't actually had a conversation with the person so that, you know, 100%, it is a fact that, you know, this is what they're upset about. And it was something that I could have, could have, you know, phrased better or shown up differently. If you have not communicated and clarified that, well, then you don't actually know that that's true. Right. So then it's just stories. And so I cannot, um, I can't overemphasize the importance of just having that conversation. I mean, you and I've had some of that this last year, MK, where yeah. there were some misunderstandings and we had to come back and say, Hey, you know, this is how, how I felt in this situation. And you know, what was going on? And it was like, Oh my gosh, totally didn't mean that. I am so sorry, blah, blah, blah. You know? And, and so I think when we actually have those open conversations, it creates space for really actually making the relationships so much better rather it really than really does. And I will say, in our own disagreements and having to have tough conversations, it was very easy for me to assume the best because y'all know, I just love this girl, but she, Maria does, you have the best heart. And so that is something I do feel like we both have done really well in our conversations yeah. with each other. And how can we learn from that and take it out to other relationships? Yes. Um, because I do feel like we've assumed the best, but it's still most problems I believe in life are from lack of communication. Because you know that Luke Bryan song, (laughs) most people are good. I love that song because I really genuinely believe it, that most people are good. We're all different. We see things differently, but it goes back to that primal instinct to assume the worst that creates so many problems and then to not talk about it, to be too scared and too timid to have that conversation. And if we can just communicate and say, you know, not accuse Yes. But communicate and talk yeah. about it in a way of, of what we're telling ourselves and what we're making yes. that mean. It will help us so much to walk through those, those difficulties. And you almost, you know, I think so many times we try to go around the fire instead of through it. Yes. And it's when we, we go around it, we can never get around the fire. And then yes. we stay stuck in it and we are getting burned. When if we just walk on through it and have the difficult conversation, you always feel so much better, you know? Every oh time. my gosh. Like, Don't put it off. Yes. Just pick up the phone. <laughs> Yes. Just to, and we've done it. I mean, we've yes. had some really hard conversations when you're we have. in business with mm-hmm. friends, like, and we talked about that before we ever went into business. Yeah. Like we know we're going to have hard things and yes. we're going to commit to assume the best and to actually communicate about it like pronto. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like we've, we've done that. 
Totally. I think that, that, and I, to me, that is such a hallmark of good relationships period is that communication aspect of having those hard conversations. So rather than putting it off or rather, because a lot of times too, we make them out to be way worse than what they actually are. (laughs) Many times, you know, I just, I think so often that we imagine, oh my gosh, it's going to go like this and that. And it was funny because I don't remember if I said this on one of our podcasts, but I'd had a birthday in December. And one of the things um, we did this birthday dinner and a friend of mine, she had for people, for their friends and family's birthday, they would always ask them, you know, what would you say is one of the big lessons you've learned this year? And when I was thinking about it, yes, I was like, oh, actually, I think I learned to have really hard conversations with people immediately because before I would kind of put them off and I would be, oh my gosh, it's going to be terrible. And I would make up all these scenarios. I don't. (laughs) And so, you know, realizing that actually just go ahead and have the honest conversation because it's actually you know, yes, people's feelings might be hurt in the process, but truth is still truth. Honesty is still honesty. And that's more important. Now, obviously you do it in a gentle way. You do it in a kind way. You do it in a loving way. Right. But pretending something is not loving. You know, if truth isn't involved, it's not actually love. And so having those, those hard conversations with people and clarifying conversations with people actually brings a lot of freedom for your various relationships. Again, whether it's personal, whether it's business, um, everything. It really does. And, you know, something, assuming the best about the other person, but also assuming the best about yourself and knowing that you can't do it all and that's okay. And I know that's something you and I have both really Oh my goodness. Um, I'll say struggled with because we have been blessed to work with a lot of women over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And with just with the sheer numbers, like we love you all. We love all of our supporters, all of our listeners and genuinely think about you. We pray for you. You come up and just like having a phone call catch up with all the people we love every week is (laughs) impossible. And I know for me, I've made it mean like, oh my gosh, I love them. And and they've supported me and I want to support them. And that's just been a big struggle. And I've talked to you a lot about that. Yes. And, and I've seen it with you too, of like, you want to be there for people, but right. we've made it. We have worked through this past year of not making it mean being there for someone means having to have that weekly phone call or go to every single thing they ever do, because yeah. it's just not possible. And what has mm-hmm. happened in our own lives is specifically mine is my family that I've talked about before. My children yes. and my husband get the worst of me because I'm running around trying to support everyone else. And so this, this year, 2022, I'm really being so intentional mm-hmm. on what I say yes to and making that mean that I still do love everyone. I'm still so yeah. supportive. I'm the biggest cheerleader for all of you out there, but that I can't be everything to everyone, nor was I designed to be. That's the savior, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yes. And so i um, just trying really to be more present with my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it, it, I think it is easy to think and to make that a story that, well, if, if I can't go to everybody's everything, you know, whether it's an event or it's a baby shower or it's a wedding shower or it's, you know, a birthday party or, or whatever, it's, it's easy. And to you want to, thinking, you genuinely oh my gosh, want to. 100%, <laughs> you know, and, and realizing, wait, okay, I can't do it all. You know, this last, um, the last several weeks, obviously, you know, there's been so much going on with, um, with my sweet mama and just helping her to get um, her strength back and 
We talked a little bit about that. You all, Maria has literally <laughs> dropped everything. It's so beautiful to witness everything. You've dropped it all. You know, and, and it's, it, it is a gift though. You know, like it really is a gift. I think, I think sometimes we miss what a gift it is. Even sometimes gifts come in an unexpected ways. Right. And so I think it's such a gift that we actually get to spend time with you know, with our loved ones or with someone, even if it's not in the way that we initially expected it to be. And, but it's, it's made me have to say no to a lot of people and a lot of things. And I'm behind on responding to text messages and emails and, you know, DMs and all the things. And it's been one thing that has been so beautiful is the number of people who actually reached out and said, listen, if you can't get back to me, do not worry. I just want you to know that I love you. I'm here. Let me know if I can, if I can bring meal, if I can, you know, send a DoorDash card, you know, card, if I can do blah, blah, blah. And I've had people be, I've just been blown away by the generosity and the kindness and the thoughtfulness, but it's, it's amazing. I've been amazed at those who, who thought to say that because my temptation is like, like you don't need to get back to me yeah. because it, the temptation is when you get oh my a, goodness. a text, you expect a response. And yes. when you have 200, you yes. cannot respond to all of them. Oh my gosh. I started feeling so bad. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. And I'm not responding to everybody. And I started feeling really bad about that. And several, several specific um, messages from, from some sweet ones. It, it just was like, oh, okay, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, because it, it's like, you know, th- there's, only so much time. You can't always, you know, listen to all the voice texts and you can't, there's, there's just so much with it all. Um, sometimes, and there's, it's, it's such an interesting side of the coin because on the one side, the immense gratitude, I mean, I have cried at different points because I've been so touched by the kindness of people that they even people who I wouldn't have even thought of you know, they heard about that. My mom was sick and they immediately, like they sent a text. They're like, Hey, praying for you. We heard that your mom, you know, has this going on. And it, it was amazing that they took the time to do that. I I've just been so, so touched. Um, and for all the other who are listening and some of you guys, I know have been some of those people. I just want you to know from the bottom of my heart, just how much that has meant to me. Um, it has just, yeah, it has meant the world. It has. And y'all, y'all know I crawl on here all the time. Maria, <laughs> she she didn't quite get as, as emotional. And she has she has definitely been emotional. So I can vouch for this. She's just seen me in tears a decent amount lately. <laughs> like, bring it on. It's the Holy Spirit moving. You know, I'm happy to share the tears. I don't want to be the only emotional girl. Yeah. But it really has. And just but it's it's that balance, right? Of like yes. being grateful, but also knowing like our real friends, it, this is, this has been a season for you and I, we are the closest to friends and yeah. can finish each other's sentences. And for like October, November, and December, we literally would record oh and like, didn't even catch up on a personal yeah. note, except Touch for maybe once or twice in three months. But that's what good friends can do. You can literally, like, we didn't talk for 15 years, people, 15, maybe 20 <laughs> years. It was a long time. And yeah. then you can pick up the phone and be like, what's up girl? I've missed yeah, you and I love you, up. you know? And you know, so when, I actually, it's so funny that you say that. Cause I had one of my girlfriends, um, actually this last week and I, I haven't had very much time at all, but she just happened to catch me at the exact moment where, where I did. And we ended up talking for several hours. We had not talked in forever. Um, but we popped right back into, you know, we literally just popped right back into where we were before. And it reminded me that 
you know, there's something about, and I know we're, we're kind of all over the place with this guys, but I think in a lot of ways, we're kind of recapping real aspects of, of real life right now is that that's one of the beautiful things I think with genuine friendship and, and just heart friendship. And, you know, that you may not talk to each other all the time or regularly, but when you do, you're able to you right back where you started you know, you're just where you left off. And there's something that's such a gift about that. Um, so freeing yes. that you don't feel like you have to get back to someone. Like you have the freedom to go take care of your mama and not talk to me for the next three months, right. whatever it's whatever you need to do, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and it um, goes back to that assumption though, right? Like it, it goes back to assuming that no, it's, she's not reaching, she's not communicating, not communicating with me because she's upset with me. She is right now trying to survive. You know, she's in the thick of a lot of things going on and, you know, I can support her through prayer. I can support her through, you know, sending this over that, you know, there's just an awareness, but going back to assuming the best and making sure that the story that is being told is good. You know, that this story is is. true. And I, you know, another point that just brings me to think about this and I want to put this down to, for us to record a podcast episode on is like, Mm -hmm. you truly never know what's going on with someone in their life. You have no idea. And so to assume the best is always going to serve you and the other person so much better, you know? And I think the other part with that too, not just assuming, but also treating people with kindness because of that, you know, there's been quite a few people who, um, you know, I, I, I was it, telling myself various stories about, oh, well, why are they not getting back to me about this? Or why are they not helping with a certain situation or whatever? And, and in my first initial was, I could feel myself wanting to make up a bad story about it (laughs) and assume the worst. And then, and then I had to pause and say, wait a second, what is the actual story? And when I, and when I talked with them and heard what was going on in their life, I was going, oh my gosh, of course they couldn't be there for me with this. Of course they couldn't you know, chipping on this situation or that, of course they couldn't. And, and I think so often we're quick to make a lot of assumptions, but the reality is we don't know what we don't know. And so really treating people with that kindness and with that love and with that understanding and with a, with a good assumption rather than the opposite, it, it really serves us and it serves them so much better. It really does. And, you know, I think about this, like this past week, my baby brother has just moved back to town and you know, he and his wife, they're so sweet. They're so awesome. They're just getting out of professional school and starting their careers and God bless them. They're so far in debt. They have all their belongings. Mm-hmm. They have them put in a storage unit and they got robbed. Mm-hmm. Their storage unit got broken <gasps> into this guy uh, cut off the lock. This is going to tie back into our point. The guy cut off the lock and then replaced it with his own lock. So he's just coming, been coming and going as he pleases for the past three my weeks. Gosh. I mean, just such a violation and I, we were talking about this and just saying like, you already feel so violated and he's robbed you, but don't let him win twice, right? Yes. He got your stuff. Yes. Don't let him get your peace. Mm. And so even in that situation, like when we assume the worst, which this was like, yes, this guy's a robber. Actually, I think they <laughs> caught him yesterday. So that's amazing. Will be served. But <laughs> my point is when we allow our brain to go to that negative, and this was a situation where you totally are justified yes. in being like, this guy's a child shark. Yes. It, it steals our own inner peace yeah. and our own, our own mental mentality mm-hmm. of having a generous, loving, kind heart. Yes. And, you know, like they couldn't change the situation, but they could not let him win twice. So and good. I'm going to say they were awesome about it. They were like, this totally stinks. 
but what are you going to do? We're going to do what we can and we're not going to let it steal our joy. That's amazing. When we assume the worst, Mm -hmm. we're, we're putting a notch in the belt of negativity for the person that we're assuming the worst about. Yes. And we're also hurting our own soul. Yeah. And when we flip the other script, even if we're wrong and they did mean it meanly, we are much better served by assuming the best. Oh my goodness. And you know, my dad has always said, you know, I was robbed in college and my dad's been robbed a couple of times. He's like, I would still rather assume the best that most people are good and good about, you know, that most people are good than to become cynical because of those couple of situations. And so we just want you all to have beautiful, wonderful lives. And so (laughs) bringing this all together from today. And then I do want to ask us a question about our favorite episodes, but just, you know, when it comes to people, just kind of recap our three points, Maria. Yeah. So natural assumption of the brain is we typically go to expect the worst. So we can learn to be aware of that and shift that, right? So at least even if we can't make it assume the best, assume, okay, get curious, right? The second part, you know, what are you making that mean? And what is the story you're telling yourself about? And do you want to keep telling that story? (laughs) Do you want to keep making it in that? Because you don't have to, you're totally free to not. And then that third point is clarify and communicate, you know, have the hard conversations, you guys. That communication will really open up um, the fact that you probably do have a little untruth in there when you're not assuming the best. So mm, mm-hmm. we just so want good. you all to be assuming the best and in a place of peace, love, joy, kindness, yes. all the good things, growing a virtue and building a better life. Yeah. And we are going to miss you all for the next few weeks. Yes. So, so we will talk- start back. Yeah. We will be starting back the beginning of March, just so you know what to expect. We encourage you guys during this time, go back and listen to the episodes, some of your favorites or some that maybe you haven't even listened to them all yet. Go back and listen. So we have not, yeah, we have not talked about this. So this is totally just on a whim. We're we're winging it here. (laughs) That's right. So on a whim, I would like just to hear like, what are like three or four of your favorite episodes, Maria? Oh my goodness. Um, You know, I, I really loved Tyler's Tyler Ward, where he just shared his story so vulnerably and so vulnerable. Oh my gosh. He was so vulnerable with it. And, and also just the his freedom. energy was off the charts. Yes, yes, it was. Like, it I was to give him a big old hug. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> there was just, there was, there was so much freedom in it. that, And so I thought his was fantastic. Um, how about you? You put one out there. <laughs> Uh, look, I mean, all of our guests have been amazing and so yes. not just oh my gosh. any of them. We appreciate and love you all. I, I just, and it's the ones that are fresher on your mind. You remember yes. more, but I just, gosh, to hit a few, I, I know our episode on scarcity, we got a ton of good feedback on because I think we, we tend to go a lot into scarcity. We actually have gotten a lot of great feedback just on the episodes that are you and I, but from the guest standpoint, just talking to Heather Kim, Heather, if you're listening, you have the voice of an angel and I could listen to this you talk true. all day long. <laughs> and then I just loved the episodes with, um, JP Blevins, the UK basketball player. He's yes. always like a brother to me. And so I just always, his loved, was awesome. Um, and so was he Jimmy, so Jimmy goodness and he has, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a heart of gold. And, of and with guys. Jim, I was just thinking the same thing, Jim Mahan, I think that was in May, yeah. but just how again, his energy, he is just such an amazing human being that you just want to be around them. And, you know, those people it's contagious, their magnetism for life and their excitement and their joy and all the good things they're doing draw you in. And so uh, we've had so many amazing guests. We love you all. Um, gosh, Bridget's always amazing. 
I mean, we've had her, we we can't wait to have her back. (laughs) Jennifer's been great. I mean, all of you, we love you. It's just been such a gift and we're really blown us away. And we're, we're super excited for some of the guests we have coming up. Um, We have in, some, in the coming months, some fun uh, ones. And one of the it's just things, been a sheer gift. We, I mean, yeah. One of the things we also, we want to encourage you guys to, um, you know, again, subscribe, download all the things, but also send us some DMS on Insta about what you guys would like to hear more of. What did you guys like? What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? What are some of the topics you want to hear? Like who are some interviews better? Yeah. Like just Maria not better. Yeah. Do you want, um, who are some guests that you think would be great for the podcast? Let us know because we, you know, this next year, we're really excited about it. And we are taking that time off to really just regroup and get back into the recording and organize guests and some really exciting things coming this year that we're stoked about. And we thank you because we hit 20,000 downloads. <laughs> well, we had no idea what to expect, but so we're just super grateful. I'm sure we'll be sharing that on social media. We aren't the great at the greatest at promoting on social media, but we're, we're going to do better. Um, oh my gosh. And on going and growing. So yes. thank you so much for listening. It's been a great year and we can't wait to see what's to come. So keep we'll figuring see. out how you can water your grass and have a great break during this winter time. Catch up on all the episodes. Let yes. us know your favorite. We want to hear from you. We did. And we will see you in March on Girl, What Are Your Friends? Bye. Bye.